Welcome to Failure with Kenya Alon, a podcast for losers. Um, I'm very excited for my guest today, DMB, uh, musician, uh, staff writer for the Chicago Reader with a focus on social justice. Um, also the first one on the dance floor every damn time, Fuck no yeah. matter what. Um, <laughs> they will be throwing ass. Uh, <laughs> I think that'll be next year. Next year you should add that category. Best person, best on the dance floor, oh, best um, just to like, just go for it and yes, not give I'm a rig- fuck. Thank yes, um, but uh, but welcome DMB Yay, to Failure Pod. Excited me. to have you. Um, how are you doing today? How's your week been? It's been an interesting week in just Chicago. I feel I'm doing. Like. Yeah, this is true. I had a really had a really busy week, like beforehand, getting ready for like Best of Chicago releases and writing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff about um, like Brandon Johnson and, and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then like the editors sort of take over on Tuesday and like, the writers kind of just sit back while they complete the article. I mean, like the, complete the, process. the newspaper, yeah. So yeah. Um, it was a little more laid back for me, luckily, mm-hmm. um, but always full of energy and excitement in the city yes. of Chicago. Never lacking energy. I mean, there is definitely a new um, work. I mean, we're in, the, we're, the, the, the seasons are changing. It is like peak time. It was a very st- stressful week, I feel like, leading up to Tuesday, the election on Tuesday, and just like who was going to be, who were we going to be following in terms of like the evil white man that was Paul Vallis or the potentially hopeful uh, Brandon Johnson. <clears throat> yeah, that was wild. The outspoken right winger yes. that too many people wanted. Yeah, it's great. It is great. Okay, it is. I am happy about the out- outcome. Obviously, it is insane that the margins are so close. Um, but I'm also excited because I feel like the youth vote jumped up, which was cool to see. I read yes. that the other day that it went up like 30%. Um, yeah, this is a mm-hmm. podcast about facts and figures. Um, <laughs> no, I saw there was like more turnout from like the younger folk in the runoff mm-hmm. than like folks over like 35, 40 or whatever. So, so yeah, awesome. no, that was exciting to see. Um, mm-hmm. And also just a general sort of sigh of relief. I feel like, at least personally, I'm like, I don't, I'm not, um, I am hopeful. I am, and I feel like that's like I feel like that's all I can really be at the current moment. It's just like this is exciting to see. It seems like we've held off some sort of evil potentially, but who knows? You yeah, know? I definitely had a sigh of relief too. I remember like leaving the the voting booth, and uh, uh, one of the guys I was who was, was at the the polling place. Mm-hmm. I told him I was waiting for Brandon Johnson or whatever, and he's like, he's like, ah, you don't got a chance. Good luck. <laughs> and oh, I was like, geez. like as if he had like been seeing like Valis people come in all day. So then I was like, oh damn, I guess that like that could happen. And then I was like, went home and I was like, hmm, like is this 2016? <laughs> I know, no, yeah, I know. It was. I, I was very skeptical. I was super skeptical of all the like um, post election parties that were like being planned. I was Please. like, I'm like, I was like, have we not learned? Have we not learned? I was like, let's just wait and That's see what happens. Election party and like celebrate and go vote. How right, right, exactly. <laughs> no, I will say I go had pick a, someone up to vote. I had a small like positive moment. I was like walking up to go. I was walking up to like the wicker park library to go vote early or whatever and i just saw this like white lady pull up to a um she pulled up and like stopped her car like weirdly in this like parking space and i was about to get mad at her because she was like lady like i'm right here you know what i mean but she stopped to get out of her car and take the paul valis side and like took it and like threw it in the trash and i was like <laughs> and i looked at her i just like made eye contact with her that was like Hmm, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, like, all right. You're good. You're good. We're good. Let's do this. Yeah, totally. I, I support this. Like, please almost hit me to like take that out. Totally. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I watched his speech a little bit. Sorry. And we'll, we'll get away from this. But um, I don't know. It's just like, it was just such a tense moment. And I feel like now with like the, the summery weather that we're having, I feel like everyone's kind of just like, yeah, like, let's get into it. You know? Um, now I'm feeling like, 
also kind of hopeful. Yeah, it seems like he's eager to sort of distribute funds towards organizations that have been yes. like not distributed funds to's. Yes. Um, he seems he. Uh, I'm, I'm just. Curious to see. It's just eager to have someone supported by the uh, Chicago Teachers Union and just you know I a politician is a politician so let's see let's exactly. see what's up you know I know his stances on um, some things related to uh, Palestine. I have questionable, oh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> see exactly, and that's how it goes. See, and that's her, and that's so. I'm like, so I'm like, you know, like I pro Palestine in this podcast, just so everybody knows. Uh, Come at me, I don't give a fuck. Wait. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, eager to like just, you know, he he's a guy, but he's you know, yes. he's, he's <laughs> well, okay. The thing that I'm concerned about is I feel like the internet is also really fucking up politicians. I feel like a lot of them. I feel like. They're, okay, I feel like politicians have always wanted to be famous. There's always like that side of them. There's like most of them are just like not attractive enough to like get to that point. You know what I mean? It's like that's no, like, like, like like DC is, is their ugly. Hollywood, right? It's DC is a like is Hollywood for like sixes and lower. You know, like that's just what it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, like and they know this. You know what I mean? Like Obama <laughs> broke that mold, and like we have a few here and there that like can like you know in terms of just like hotness. I'm not saying that I support everything. No, that I agree. Like, He's like but a um, drone king. Yes, but like there are a few here and there that break through that are like maybe a, you know what I mean an eight or a nine or like a ten. It's it's few and far between. But for the most part, like it Paul? it's very clear who <laughs> who are you about to say <laughs> Republican guy. Oh, who's handsome though? Which one? Who? who? Paul, what Republican that, do you think is handsome? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, th- you're talking about random people who are handsome in, in DC. Right. Oh, like like if we had to just look at their right, faces. Right. If, t- if we had to talk about our top five. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yes, there are those <laughs> like okay. right. Google it, please. Let it, we need to know. Um, but I feel like with that and also with the internet and like viral moments, I don't know. It's like you saw it with Lori. It's like I feel like Lori focused more so on like creating these like viral TikToks and like you know what I mean, putting on a costume than like actually focus on doing the job. She was like, hi. She's like, yeah, the city's going to hell and it's part and it's fully my fault. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do that. Like, remember that you know the um the trend where like you do a fake like uh recording session and like people would pull up their like cell phone lights and it like be like a tin can as oh. the microphone and like she did that and it was just like bro it was like this is not it it was like they're all just i feel like there's a oh, there's a and want performative to be, nature but not said you don't want to really connect or listen yeah. you just I mean, want to like just appear. nerdy as fuck and so it's just like yeah, this just is be not nerdy. hitting right like yeah. like but be, be, be nerdy for like my rights right exactly exactly let's focus on that and it that's was paul ryan yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Debbie! <laughs> oh my God, you had a crush on Paul Ryan? No, not a crush. I'm just saying, if you're looking at like they're all ugly, like okay, his yes. eyes are. Like, but he's what you saying? He's ugly or he's attractive? He's uh, he's more attractive. Oh my God! Totally. Wow. I'm learning down. a type. No, no <laughs> types. Please listen, listen. But yes, but yeah, but yeah. I just feel like I, I am hopeful for him, but it's like please don't get too caught up. And his speech was like right. a little Obama-y right. and right. very much like trying to go down that route. And it's like, yes, right. you're from Chicago. Yes, you're a black right. man. Like, yes, all these things. But please yeah. don't try to be that. Just yeah. be just be nerdy ass you and be nerdy for yeah, my rights. Right. And then, like you can tell all these stories. Like, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like that's a response I've seen from politicians, even a little from Johnson. It's like just like just telling a story uh, yeah. when someone just asks you a question about a policy, like mm-hmm. tell a story about your life. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, like, I'm like I know Joe Biden does that sometimes, and right? Like, but we don't have it. We could just, right. we don't we need, just we don't do need, the need, right? Just, just get to get to the part that affects my life. I don't need, I don't need anything else. But I don't actually don't tell me anything about you. Don't tell me no. anything about you. you. You get one thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every fifteen minutes, stick, stick to me, okay? How is this gonna benefit me? <laughs> right, because right. my taxes are eating me up. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. So yeah, we'll see what the fuck happens. Fingers crossed. It goes okay, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but no, this is this is not a politics podcast. This is a podcast about failure and process and failing, trying and it not working and all of that. Not winning, failing. Not winning, fail. Yes, this is not winning podcast. This is failure. Um, but uh, on that note, uh, and the reason I wanted to have you here is I think you're, I very much. Uh, well, one, I saw your birthday show at the Dorothy, and that was one such a lovely combination of like one what you do but then also just like the way you um 
enveloped your family into all of that was like really lovely to see and just seeing everyone's different talents and just like also fully understanding where all like so you're all just at a nine <laughs> and that's me being nice <laughs> you know what i mean like love them all Not like nice love nine. yes also your mom hot as hell it was just like Whoa. i'm just another bitch when i go home like like I, i'm quiet at home <laughs> like the quiet one i, I yeah. swear <laughs> Um, no yeah entirely no i can't imagine i cannot imagine the combination that has got to be wild um but no that was such a lovely night and it was such a great showcase of like you and what you're i feel like i'm I'm part of of what you're about um and so with that i feel like the combination of yes you being musician but also like having this like journalistic background um just how getting there if there's a moment that sticks out to you in terms of just like trying and failing um but yeah getting to this point and like what that has felt like what you've experienced so yeah for sure um you know i guess i'll I'll talk more about my writing background Mm -hmm. i feel like as a musician well i feel like um in chicago like you really can do whatever if you just get a few people together and you know mm-hmm. how to email some venues and you can play a couple major chords if like <laughs> <laughs> like if you really wanted to have a band going um yeah. and there are people who are like that so um <laughs> shout out to the major chords no, no no literally top five. i have listen, i love listen, i have a major uh, tonality so no, nothing wrong with that but like you know but as a i feel i've like as a in my journalism, you know, mm-hmm. I went to Northwestern for undergrad. Mm-hmm. I focus mostly on um, like multimedia and stuff. Even though I wrote at a like black interest newspaper, um, and I was editor in chief. I helped like relaunch it, and I, that was like my my journalistic safe space. Because mm-hmm. like you write for the other newspapers, and I'm like, oh, I want to write about like black women experiencing this, and they're mm-hmm. like, why do you want to focus on them so much? Like, <laughs> like um, all women really matter. Like they matter like a lot, and right. so, so, but, so it's like really just what? nice to just yeah. be not have all of my interests considered like marginal or like just constantly questioning it. It's like, well, who's gonna want to hear about this? And it's like, um, the that other large portion of the population that you know what I mean that's on this campus slash just exists in life. Yeah, uh, precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like getting into journalism is really, really hard. I never mm-hmm. really thought I'd have a writing job. Mm-hmm. I thought I like do like um, social media or like video for a nonprofit, which mm-hmm. I really love doing too. Because mm-hmm. um, like like you know applying for like internships and then like no one responds, obviously, or mm-hmm. applying for like it's everyone's experience. Um, I remember like what was it? Like the first time I got published outside of a school publication was in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at the Reader, actually. <laughs> uh, ding. Um, <laughs> and I wouldn't like be published again there for like another like ten months. But mm-hmm. it was still like it was, it was cool. But like those first few pieces are like you're like oh my gosh I need to have like at least three pieces so I can tell people that I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Like and it's like so hard to get. Like I had like the, on my vision board like these ten circles and every time. I would get one printed I would just be like oh, oh, you, have, you have two done like like, yeah. like, try to get to five by the end of like I was yeah. like it was like so stress inducing mm-hmm. um, I remember the first um, <clears throat> freelance like long term gig I got was with um, Healthline this Healthline <laughs> so Healthline is the number one health uh, like news resource mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you google like why why does my back hurt like Healthline's gonna <laughs> pop up <laughs> It's gonna be like okay. So totally. your back hurts. Like, oh, this is how we like this. Is what the studies say is like, oh, mm-hmm. like if you're trans and your back hurts, like, right. <laughs> like it's very inclusive. <laughs> well, that's nice. Okay, <laughs> like it's very. <laughs> it's run by like journalists and like mm-hmm. clinicians and and I, you know, had me had me a little a little job there. This mm-hmm. is my failure story. <laughs> <laughs> so I did like three or four pieces with them before mm-hmm. they they told me they, they they never wanted me to write for them again. <laughs> We're not giving you any warnings. No, no, You're no. Done. Okay. Well, <laughs> three pieces that were pretty, but I, I think it was reasonable. I'm gonna tell you what happened. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you yes. why. Why? I, it, it makes sense why it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, they they were like want you to you know write it based off of like the uh, the health like report or the survey that was made mm-hmm. and i also feel like as a freelancer when you don't have like an editor working with you direct like these kinds of like problems happen in a newsroom too but mm-hmm. you have an editor who's like 
Debbie, like step out of it. Like, okay, yeah. really quick, turn that shit around. Um, yeah, <laughs> as a freelancer, yeah. you're like by yourself, and then you're like, and then you send it in, like you're all excited, and they're like, damn, we're done with you. <laughs> right, you're so, like, you have no, there's no job security. Help. Right, there's no, there's no safety net. There's no checks and balance. There's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, just like, we thought you could do this. And it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like it, was, it, was, it was pretty, I mean, I still have some articles up there, hit me up, you know. Right. Um, but, so what was it? So they were, <laughs> I guess like when I was like writing, taking, Sorry. taking from the reports that I had, I was like using the language a little, a little too similar to the report. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, listen, if I'm telling you it's coming from this report, mm. and this is what they, why wouldn't I just tell you what they said? <laughs> right, right, right. Like they're the expert. Like you want me to change it up? Did you put it in quotes? <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I had you're like no no I didn't <laughs> I just copy and pasted no you're like, you're like this sounds good this sounds no right. listen it wasn't it wasn't like an eighth grade copy of paste like mm. it was like a, it was like a, I, I don't know I don't it was listen. a more advanced copy it was paste. certainly more advanced it was yeah. <laughs> it was a 14th grade <laughs> it was like three sentences ar- around that just happened to be identical to the report and then uh, they also I think another key part of this is that like Healthline is like the way that they talk that they write to their audience is very like soft and careful. It's like mm-hmm. so I had to do this, this one piece. They're not trying to immediately make you feel like you have cancer if you Google or, something, or, 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 or like to be like you're gonna die if you do this. Right? Like, to be yeah. like, like seek like seek help because like we want to take care of you. Like the, right. the, the tone of their publication is very much like. Um, which I thought, you know, I'm very thoughtful and kind in that way, <laughs> but I had to do this one article about uh, alcohol, like uh-huh. abuse uh-huh. <laughs> and how people are infected. And I guess I was like, <laughs> I was too stern and I, and I was speaking to them, but I like, I was like, what was I saying? So you were so you were stealing other people's sentences and also maybe just being a little too mean about. People's- I was like I was mean as fuck. Like, I was like I was like um, I was like if you do this and you do this, if you're done. Like, right. <laughs> and they literally sent me a letter. They were like, we don't like to talk to the to our audience this way. You're like, you're like you're being a little too direct. You're like, you've touched on the point a little right. too hard. No, right. so, yeah. Yeah, so I think the ultimate issue is like for like two of my articles, I did like five of them. They had mm. to do a little bit more editing than they, than they wanted to which mm. you know they don't want you to be like totally self-sufficient mm-hmm. so they were like all right so um it's, it's been well it's been good you know thanks for trying we'll take part now nah, that that messed me up bad really you know when that happened were that messed reeling? me up that messed me up so bad was that because it was that your one of your first like big jobs well it, it wasn't it was a freelancing so freelancing is not really like solid mm-hmm. but i was um but it's so hard to have any big organization like take a chance on you Mm -hmm. um um so i'm like oh my i mean i feel like moments like that are just like great learning moments like i I downloaded like this like this plagiarism (laughs) like (laughs) like thing on my computer and i just run my just just to make sure i'm not accidentally saying anything i mean yeah i mean i mean in this day and age there's a lot okay the other part of it too is like there's a lot that's been written you know what i mean you can't be the first one you can't be the first one to have 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 every original every original sentence has to come (laughs) you could have just i mean hell i do comedy there's it was we've all you know everyone lives life when we you know we all poop and pee and like there's things that we all do that's the same it's like you can accidentally it's like the number of times i've watched certain specials and i'd be like oh wow i talk about that a lot and i'm like well i can't anymore you know what i mean like it's done now so i feel you i mean that also makes sense you also have you're held to a much higher standard than i am if if i've if i've accidentally ripped off a joke there might be a person in the audience or like you know every comedian in the back just thinking that i'm a hack but that's fine you have you have it's you know what i mean it's printed on paper and like 100%. i can just walk away from it you can't really walk away from no. it that's why i created this podcast so i get so i get stuck with every word that no. i say yes no so um, it was honestly a wonderful learning opportunity i mean yeah. i'm sure you do that you do that, like like casually by when you're like like half awake and you're in college or you're in high school but like i'm like okay you're a journalist now you right you can never do that uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> so, so it was like uh it was uh, like yeah okay now like you need to get together like mm-hmm. like like uh <laughs> Well, also, I mean, also, once again, going back to the internet, it's like you're ta- we're all taking in so much. It's not unfathomable that mm. you can repeat something that you saw. On- I do that all the time. Um, I was honestly surprised. I was like, I was like, damn, I must have been like, I don't, like, I was like, I must have been like really tired, or like maybe I was really awake. 
the most mm-hmm. wicked I've ever been. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it was like shortly after that I um got this like year long fellowship mm-hmm. writing at the Evanston Roundtable mm-hmm. um in Evanston, writing reporting on reparations and the black mm-hmm community in Evanston which mm-hmm. is like five six generations old mm-hmm. um and that fellowship was like also like I had an editor const- like the writer that I was in the first four months is like, mm-hmm. does not reflect, reflect the writer that I was yeah. like I'm a, I was a whole different person I left there um yeah so much like confidence as a writer a much more but you know those really <laughs> horrible experience you know mm-hmm. but, I felt like, you know, most pe- people wouldn't, wouldn't talk about it, but this, this is what happens. Like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is what happens. So get on, get over it. Okay. Right. No, yeah, and that's the other part, too. It's also, I think, yeah, especially as you're, uh, anytime you're starting anything new to have, I mean, hell, I was at I was at the gym the other day, like, taking a class and just having, like, the instructor sort of, like, nod at you a little bit, being like, yep, you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Just, like, you don't need someone to fully hold your hand, but it doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? We could all use someone to hold our hand. Every, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Guidance is not a bad thing. It's actually very much needed. And it, especially when you're, yeah, when you're putting yourself out there in that way to have someone just be like, yes, you know what I mean? Or maybe tweak this and this is helpful um, and makes you feel and like, am I insane? You know what I mean? Especially just to get the feedback of like, no, this isn't working. And it's just like, okay, you know, like, cool. <laughs> right. You. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I definitely feel like, you know, one day I'll, I'll like, I want to be like an editor and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll be that editor for other people. You know, mm-hmm. I can't really expect that from everyone, I guess. Yeah. Um, but um, no, yeah, some people are just not good mm-hmm. at that. Some people yeah, just like, are not capable of doing that. Like, who's this freelance? What? Right. You want to send them this email and get on my face. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and yeah, it's like, and, and I feel like it's also those people that have like been doing it forever and ever and ever. And they're so like, not desensitized, but it's just like they've hit those walls so many times. And they're just like, yep, that's what happens. I feel like you and I kind of had a conversation like that one time about a very different topic. But it's like you just kind of get hardened and then you're not necessarily receptive to someone who's feeling it for the first time. And you don't mean to shut them down. <laughs> like the callback. <laughs> You don't mean to shut them down and you don't mean to be like so flippant, but you end up coming off that way because it's like you've seen it, you know, and it's like it's it's and you don't mean to be the asshole, but you end up being the asshole. And then and then you got to text somebody the next morning and be like, sorry, I was being annoying and a drunk jerk. But (laughs) and then you you. and then you try again. Right. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But that's also I feel like, yeah, that's also Mm. I mean, not to take it to a whole other side, but I feel like that's just like relationships and Mm -hmm. getting to know people. But Mm -hmm. And on that note, no, uh, being friends as an adult. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, but yeah. like walking away, we're like, what was my experience? What was right. my people's experiences? Right. Whoa. My experience is valid. Their right. experience is valid. Right. They're just happening simultaneously. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. The like the amount of times it's like, um, yeah, the amount of times, especially when you get in such like for myself speaking for myself getting into such like anxious and like anxiety riddled moments and just like spiraling in that like just take like every medic every medication every meditation podcast is like i'm not on any medications uh, except for weed but um and alcohol but that's not a medication that's a poison but um old style is yeah, a medication. Yeah. <laughs> i have a weekly prescription i am self-medicating <laughs> of 30 no um but i feel like every meditation podcast is just like think about the other people around you for a second and everything gets a lot clearer you know like if you start to think about other people's experiences and like where they're coming from mm-hmm. things really clear up pretty quickly yes. when you realize mm-hmm. no one gives a fuck about you spiral like it's what so you're nice. spiraling about it's so nice <laughs> it's like i don't even matter it's like oh, yeah yes. right My brain is this is a, to me. right i'm like we're on a floating rock <laughs> this is nothing i'm one person amongst mm-hmm. a bajillion trillion like it's okay like yes i did try to hook up with that person last night and they fully shut me down but like whatever that happened just another you know? day exactly yeah i can just you know read the signs for the next person a little bit different i don't know why i keep looking if anyone's <laughs> feeling that I, I feel you um and this is why i am alone but um but no yeah um so we kind of switch it up to switch to your music a little bit if you're down to talk about it I'd love to. um one how would you describe how do you describe your music yes personally i would describe it in a few ways i describe it as like alternative emo soul mm-hmm. also like if tracy chapman was singing midwestern emo yes i saw that i saw that on your <laughs> ig that made me laugh i was like that's perfect no yeah no, someone came up and told me that after a show they were like it's like tracy chapman but like what is it mm-hmm. like in the 
like in the Midwest. Like what is it? It's like, and I was like, and I was like Midwest thank you. email. And I was like, oh wait, I know exactly. I was like, yes, I know exactly what this means. No, it's perfect. Yeah, it's, which is so funny because you know I grew up in Connecticut, but listening to bands from the Midwest, right? Like yes. I, when I moved here, I was like, oh my gosh, my favorite band is like. <laughs> in the wait, who's your favorite? Well, my favorite band from high school. So like, like yeah, real yeah. friends. Um, okay. is like one of my favorite bands from high oh, school. Oh damn, I don't know that one. So. Good, right? As so. someone who, as someone who grew up in this, it's area okay. There's so many different layers to like pop plain white tees went to my high school. <gasps> <laughs> Actually, saw every second counts. <laughs> I grew. I was yes. I was height of. I was in the They're middle of here. All, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, I ran into the what's his face? Tom was that that guy's name? The lead singer. It's giving Tom. I rented him at Blockbuster uh, when Please. I was Metaphoric. in like a sophomore or junior in high school. I was obsessed with Blockbuster because there was also a guy that worked there that looked like. Do you remember Connor Oberst? Um, okay, well that's a, that's a musical reference that I have. <laughs> He's um, at one point for Kenya. <laughs> oh, do you remember Bright Eyes? Do you remember the band Bright Eyes? Mm -hmm. Yes, he was a lead singer of Bright Eyes. Also, he might be canceled, so like whatever. But there's a guy that there's a guy who worked at Blockbuster who looked like him, and so I would go in there all the fucking time because I was like, this guy looks just like him, and I like he was also like that's kind of fun. Yeah, it did, was also did you like take photos not, or anything. No, I have no photos okay. of this person, but it was good. just like a very pale like white guy with like really dark hair okay. and like big eyes and like we all need something. A win is a win. <laughs> was it a win? I just go in there and like just rent constantly rent DVDs. I was also just oh, like okay. obsessed. With whatever. So this is just whatever. Okay, no, I mean I loved like renting like CDs and stuff and DVDs from my library growing up. Yes, so. that was. Uh, I feel like that has. To, I feel like that's that coming back. Blockbuster. I, I, I feel like these things need to come back though, honestly, because especially with like streaming services now. Sorry, this is like a whole other tangent, but with streaming services and like also how much they're like cutting back on their content it's like damn i do miss a box set i do miss like having the physical copy of this like everyone was like oh we don't need it and it's like actually yeah you do because we shouldn't it shouldn't be controlled by one person like this episode that no, you miss the most you but know i just it feels so like much more unrealistic because none of these devices they're selling accommodate uh like physical CDs or having discs them or anymore, right? VCRs or whatever. So bring it all back. Bring it back. <laughs> I want to be nine again. Yeah. Bring that shit back. <laughs> yes, I want to be forced to rewind my tapes. Otherwise, I incur a fee. You know. Give me the orange Rugrats movie. Yeah. Tape, <laughs> or give me death. <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. Um. But no, I asked you to describe your music though. Were you an emo yes. kid growing up? Um, like, how would you describe yourself as like a middle school teenage Debbie? DMV? Um, how, how I was, was I was very social at school, quiet at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, listen to a, started listening to a lot of like emo music, like my when I was fourteen. Mm -hmm. But I also like listened to like a lot of like gospel and contemporary Christian because mm -hmm. I played on hello worship bands. I, like, my parents are pastors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm sincerely like, and I was like. Um, you know, hello, hella sad. Shout out to all the sad kids. I'm so, ugh, kids deserve just hugs. Anyways. Yes. You know, so it was like the the, the church music and then my emo mm -hmm. music and then like a random CDs I would get from like David Archuleta and Plain White Tees from the library. <laughs> David Archuleta. <laughs> Shout out to American Idol really having an influence. For a few on, seasons. Yes. Like <laughs> heavily impacted for a hot second there. <laughs> Our musical choices. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Nowadays, who knows who the who, fuck's on that show? Who cares? Right. right. No one cares. Right. It's like, oh, great. Like, get on TikTok. Right. It's just like, another season. You know what I mean? Like, are the ratings? Did you bring in the ratings? But, um. Sincerely, yes. And then uh, as I got into, like, um. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard that name in so long. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, so fine. And then, like, my guitar teacher, like, would show me, like, was, like, would teach me using, like, John Mayer and Green Day and all mm. that. So, like, that was a lot of my, like, where my teaching came from, LOL, haha. Um, but also, I would teach myself. Like, uh, yeah. like, like, I would like learn entire like albums from my favorite bands on guitar, mm -hmm. and then like play them in my room and cry. And my parents would always let me just like play at, like the latest hours. They'd be like, ah, "Debbie, you played us to sleep. Ah, thank you." That is nice. <laughs> it was to so have. nice. I literally because I went to college. That was not it. <laughs> they were like, "Shut the fuck up, like, Debbie, stop!" <laughs> don't, don't, don't like it's ten p.m. I'm like, it's ten p.m. Exactly. Right. We're in college. We should. You should be. How old away. are you? How old are you? Okay, great. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, that I mean that sounds nice. It feel I mean I once again going back to your birthday show. It did feel like you really have had parents that were just like, yeah, do your thing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like no yeah. judgment, no like this is weird, this is annoying. It's too late. It's just like you're expressing yourself, and we appreciate that. 
that's nice to have. Wish I had it. No, I'm just kidding. But um, about a bing, boom. But no, I mean that's an amazing um, gift to be given, especially as a young person. You know what I mean? And that once again, going back to that guidance and just someone being like, "Yeah, that's cool. Do your thing." You know what I mean? And yeah. like signing off and like, "No, you're not crazy for like wanting to lay in your room and cry right now." That's pretty much the age. you know what I mean. That's, that's the so age. True. Like that's yeah, the time. That's right. the time you're supposed that's to so do true. a lot of just like feeling feelings. Right. Yeah, even in like high school, um, like I was um, you know. I was besties with the social worker. Me and her go way back. Not really. It was just because I was sad. And and literally, when I'm sorry, I have to say this. Whenever I was sad, she'd be like, just come to the office and play guitar in the back room. I would literally go like two or three periods a week. Yeah. And just like, that was my way of like getting myself together. Uh, which I like loved so grateful, but mm-hmm. I'm realizing just how I was validated in all those ways. Like even mm-hmm. in school, my parents, like at church. Um, yeah. 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 No, having that validation. That no, really that's great. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to just kind of explore yourself and like, yeah. Um, no, with that, I feel like with the, I mean, I think in the time that we're in, obviously we're seeing a lot of different forms of like black expression. I think that like we're, that box is opening up. It maybe the Maybe the lines are coming, the walls are coming down a little bit. I think there's still this fight to like def- how we, define ourselves individually versus the collective i feel like the collective still very much like has an impact on like or not even the collective of how we see ourselves but like the what how we've been def- how we've been defined if through the, the the decades whatever yes um and so just your experience i feel like and just like just being who you are is this making sense mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. um okay for sure i was like okay i was like am i nailing this transition i <laughs> nailed think i'm nailed doing it, it. um because I feel like, yeah, for myself, too, I've just not always fit into, like, whatever the expectation for my for what people were going to have or what they thought a black person should be, what a black woman should be, what a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All of that. So just for yourself, what that experience has been like, if you want to speak on that a little bit. Yeah, I'd love to. I definitely, like, you know, you don't see a lot of, like... Um, black people as visible in emo these days. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there are some, you know... Even though we visible. love Paramore. Even though black people love Even though Paramore's black, like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess Paramore is a good example. Okay, (laughs) That wasn't fair to them. Um, (laughs) um, But I definitely, like, have thought about this, like, because people, you know, they're not from... Because they're not familiar with seeing a maybe black person in, like, punk or rock. They Mm -hmm. assume those things are white um, because that's what they've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just encourage everyone to just resist those notions Mm -hmm. and and to then just reclaim it because we have a lot of history in these in these genres um a lot so much shout out to Rosetta Thorpe right eating up that guitar right Um, exactly so it definitely would like when people will be like oh like oh that's that's, that's, that's a very like white way approaching and I'm like you don't like you need to stop subscribing to the to the the master's uh way of thinking uh, and to have some ownership of yourself and Mm -hmm. what you love this is what I love and Mm -hmm. and I build you know black community through this too um Mm -hmm. so it has been um especially when i see other people like other black people in like genres that like aren't like r&b and rap uh, Mm -hmm. that people like automatically ascribe us to which are both beautiful i love me some r&b and rap you know Mm -hmm. Um, listen 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 you know it's that's just not like how my pen naturally flows right now Mm um you know i'm whatever but so it, uh, I think it has been because I have that like inner clarity for myself, where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I know that like, like I'm I'm a can I say that word? Yes, you can. I know I'm a nigga. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 I, like I like like I know who I am. Like I know what I come from. So when yeah. someone comes to me and is like, oh, like you're like like you have like this whiny or like this like this other. Uh, even though they haven't really, I don't know, because they're they're not used to seeing a different style, or like, oh, mm-hmm. like they can like sort of like poke fun at it, and I'm like, that's very that's very weird behavior. Have you ever written a song? <laughs> Have you ever done anything that, right. that you're passionate about? Um, but it, uh, I don't know. I I do love what I do. I love mm-hmm. what I create, and the people that I create it with, mm-hmm. you know, are invested in me, and I love to just show people like literally do what comes to you and then mm-hmm. through that experience you realize like oh okay the world is kind of weird about this stuff sometimes but mm-hmm. it's a great like learning opportunity 
And you still mm-hmm. end up finding your people. That's the thing. It's like, okay, fine. I feel like that's the biggest uh, thing that I'm still sort of like learning or that that whatever i've continued to experience is just like okay fine those people that it's like you're, you weren't fine you weren't gonna get it anyway so whatever like oh you're one oh okay okay it's like i don't have the energy to go through this with you like, right. like how, old, how old are we like i'm not 14 i'm sorry um but i feel like those right. are like the sorts of questions that i mean it makes sense you know, you know when your identity is not totally like more formed or whatever mm-hmm but there also is just like a lack of black alternative like shows like 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 entire lineups in mm-hmm. Chicago um and that's just something I'm passionate about so I hope to bring more of that yeah um cuz there are like a lot of bands and like black and bipoc bands mm-hmm. um that like exist and play these shows but there's like no one i feel like intentionally trying to bring them together them all, all the time. together so, on one bill yeah but that's what i really love to do so hopefully we get we just get the more of that. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like definitely on a, I will say there is one show that I'm a big, comedy wise, I feel like that's kind of a similar thing. It's rare, at least like North Side, it's rare to see that many of us, whatever, on one bill. That's why I'm a big fan of like, I don't know, have you ever been to My Best Friend's Black here at the Lincoln Lodge? No. Um, it's a great show because it, they also do a, a, a really nice job of one, I think combining both, both North, comics that black comics that might do well on the north side black comics that might do better on the south side whatever combining those two things but then just one it's like I did their uh, Women's History Month show last year, um, but just have this full lineup of like all black women and just like seeing that we were all coming from like we, none of us were talking about the same thing. None of us were touching those same topics. You know what I mean? Right. Because we're all, we were six different people that are experiencing six <laughs> different lives. six different people. Right, but but just that. It's like there's so always a, this, this idea that like, okay, well we can have one or two of you because like if we have too many, you're all going to talk about the same thing anyway. It's the same thing with like being a, myself being a female comic. It's like, no, we're not all going to talk about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just like you all don't talk. Well, actually, you all do talk about the same thing, but whatever. That's a, that's a story for another day. But, uh, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, go ahead. It, no, no, but yeah, it's just... Con- it's just continuing to push those opportunities to show that we're there's a lot of different facets and you will not be bored for those no. two, for those two hours that you happen to be watching this show it's gonna you know what i mean i have yeah like when i was reporting on like black people in evanston i loved reporting on black people mm-hmm. and I, i've had a lot of people came up to me and Wait, were like were you reporting during the time when they decided to give people reparations that was what i was reporting that was what you were reporting oh that makes sense that's what you said okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> honestly i accept you so um so many like white reporters would come to me and be like, "Don't you feel like like bored, like focusing on like, or like or like or, or limited? Or do you feel like 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 uh, like you don't have as many stories to write because you're focused?" I'm like, what? "Just on the black community in Evanston." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, I, like, have you seen very many of these I'm stories like, to begin with? Like, what? So I think it's just a testament to how how little they see us at all. Um, mm-hmm. They're like. Uh, like if there's more like it's confusing it doesn't make um I'm, like even in like journalism like in the mm-hmm. hit, when you think of like when i'm like doing history and looking at like the archives and trying to find out what happened in history mm-hmm. you know, i always have to go to like the black newspapers to figure out what actually happened for black people because these people don't record history right like and it so yes. it's so yes. <laughs> it's literally That's so embarrassing yeah and it's like and so i'm just like so like hyper aware of my my role in like recording history like as part of the archive because because mm-hmm. the ugh. lack of perspective within major always publications, those main just major all, because they don't things. have they don't have black writers black editors and right. so like i'm just so aware of like how much they're missing um mm-hmm. because the, because you don't understand that you can have five different black editors showing you different things right um, they all have yeah. different focuses all have different things that they give a fuck about right but, right yes it's just funny to live in a country that's so much focused on like the melting pot and like all these people coming together and it's like but we only have uh, all of our reference points are all from one perspective and they're white and male like from science to to any industry truly any industry it's all from one perspective and we're slowly chipping away at like providing more of that but yes the the like the idea that like 
what could you possibly have to say like, like, that like, hasn't like, been right. said like, already? Like, what, it's like, like we know about it's like we know about slavery, and it's just like what are you talking? You know what I mean? It's like that's the thing. It's like if it's confusing to like a white man, <laughs> you just got so turned off. You're just like disgusted. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> literally. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like like the five races or whatever in the United States <laughs> that like white men are like like they're like yes, I got you. Asians and blacks and Hispanics and like and whatever what like and they just like that's what they need to just feel comfortable and like mm-hmm. like this is what makes sense. And it's like oh, it's like sweetheart, like it gets more di- it gets more complicated than that, right. especially like you know I'm, I'm black and Dominican. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, let's just move well, on. No, right, no, I know, uh, and that's <laughs> another thing too. But no, yes, but no, yeah, because you 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 and and I have had like I've been privy to we've had discussions about this because you being black and Dominican, me being black, and my mom being. A, uh, Norwegian. This is a nice way of saying white, whatever. <laughs> but like, have, cool but way. also having the. Oh shoot! Sorry, I'm getting heated. Cancel. But um, yeah, <laughs> not me. But Failure. um, that. Oh my god! But um, <laughs> um, but yes, those gray areas and how much America struggles with the gray areas. I mean, look at just so in terms of like everyone. It's like the gray area. The Okay, just the one, everyone, just the top of mind, what everyone's struggling with outside of just like the races commingling, but, um, and ethnicities commingling, but like the amount of comics I'm seeing trying to make like they, them jokes, really trying to get in on that. And it's just like, maybe you, maybe you don't, maybe it's not, you know what I mean? Do you, do you, it's not funny. Right, exactly. Especially as a person, it's like, especially as a person who doesn't identify in that, under that umbrella. It's like all you're showing is like you're really struggling to to see the gray, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That part. Right. It's like it, <sighs> and personally myself growing up in that gray area. I I'm like, this is all a bunch of bullshit personally. You know what I mean? And I also feel like even like the, my family's like Dominican. My, my mom's side is like all, and they're also like all like mostly dark skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of them are like very confused about their identity like i feel like dominican like dark skin and like latinx people like are not given the language to understand their identity in this country because people are like you're black or like you're dominican or like so then and they're also you know there's the colonialism and the dr or whatever right. but it's also h- how like people talk to them like what are you like they mm-hmm. say I'm, I'm i'm dominican like no you're not you're this and, and and folks are like i guess i'm i guess like am i black am i this and they just choose whatever people will accept and, and, and right. what's the easiest to get along yeah because people like don't <clears> want to <throat> see the gray and it's confusing for for those people mm-hmm. for dominicans um so like i kind of have like a lot of sympathy for like some dominicans who are like i'm, I'm not black i'm dominican because <laughs> that, that's their way of trying to i'm trying to <laughs> like <laughs> try, i'm trying to sit in this fucking uh, mental uh, conundrum white well, right. space because well, i feel like black also is very much associated with black american and yes. it's very much associated with that experience exactly and so and black americans don't like to be like i'm american black right, americans no. don't like to say i'm african-american Right. And I but but like I have to say oh that sometimes God. because right. I have a black experience that isn't mostly American. Right. Um so people I, so black Americans don't really know how their experience is very American sometimes. Right. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's wild to yeah, it's yeah. And it's that and then it's yes the constant sort of like labeling from other people who are trying to pro like they're trying to process who you are as a person and so they're very much quick to toss whatever sort of labels at you it's mm. like people are happy to like it's mm. with me it's always confusing I did this like diversity mm. workshop thing Christine and I did it a couple weeks ago and somebody came up to me they're like are you Brazilian because you look Brazilian and I was like I was like no I was like I also get Puerto Rican a lot because I live in Humble Park it's like I just got a white mom you know what I mean it's like I'm black and I have a white mother like my brother looks like you and also gets puerto rican right <laughs> i used to okay i don't say this anymore but i used to i used to be like i'm the puerto rican princess of humble park but i would say that to myself i would say that to myself I, you know puerto ricans there are a lot of black puerto ricans so that's that's fine well I, as a dominican i feel like i can okay, go on. no 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 what are you gonna say <laughs> well, no we're both po- just po- like, like, uh, like, like puerto ricans are like my cousins like those mm-hmm. are my homies um mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dominican food is always a little, a little, a little better. But those are my homies, you know. So I, so like, we're like a, like I feel very comfortable with them because our cultures mm-hmm. are very similar. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm Puerto Rican princess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I cannot say that at all. <laughs> but then you're like, um, um, I took six years. Of, okay, just the fact that I took six years of Spanish and I don't remember a goddamn word. I can't say shit. I'm just like, this is just me. Hola, cómo estás? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
What was that? Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it's interesting, especially like um, one wanting to find who I am, just and being confused and like coming from a, a more of ambiguous uh, presentation. I will say that that's a thing. I mean, obviously, this you know tells you something, but um, <laughs> the context clues. Right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, between that, also between also just in terms of like uh, identif- like ha- identifying uh, as a queer woman, as a femme, as, it's like some people putting different labels on myself, and it's like, wh- I, and the thing that I always want to ask is like, wait, what makes you say that? You know what I mean? What did you see? Mm, what did you what see you that made you say that? Because that's mm. like I don't know that I would necessarily say that about myself, mm. but you've said that about me now, and so now I'm just like. Now I'm curious, you know? No, don't be curious. That's well, what... not really, but I'm just like, what? You know what I mean? It's like, what are you interpreting that's giving that off? Because yeah, it's like, like, you didn't ask mm. me, especially in this time where so many people, that's the other part too. That's the other funny part is that there's so many people that are asking or they're saying that you need to like be more mindful, ask whatever, yeah, figure exactly. out a way to introduce you in that, yourself in that way. Mm-hmm. But some of those same people that are asking for that aren't necessarily giving it. And I mm-hmm. have come across that as well in terms of just sort of like, placing labels yeah, I, on people I told, and that's why i honestly fucking hate them and i think especially when i think of like like trans people who are like stealth like cis passing because of like their and i'm like I, I, i'm sure their experience is very similar like people like trans masks who like people think are like cis men mm-hmm. and you're like oh this is what you are haha ha. like i'm woke this is what you are and it's like mm-hmm. all right you really like, can you just ask somebody like before right. you start the conversation right. <laughs> yeah i mean it's just a quick sort of just like so how do you so what's the deal you know what i mean <laughs> Don't say it like that. That's not how you're supposed to say it. Nah, I love to, but, I love to inquire because I want to know. I, I don't know you. Well, right. We it's also be, just being more to. curious than judgmental. That's yes. the other part. Oh, That's that the other part. big part of it Ooh. is being more really curious than that. judgmental mm-hmm. about people's experiences and mm-hmm. wanting to actually know to get them get to, getting to know them on a more individual level rather than subscribing to or placing these like larger whatever stereotypes, yada, yada, mm-hmm. however you want to qualifiers on them mm-hmm. before getting to know them. But that's also once again going back to yeah. the American way of boxes and it's so gray many folks area. don't know how much they don't know, and which is but like I'm eager to tell you. Yes. So yeah. So uh, act up. Please okay. ask. Please ask. But yeah. But also <laughs> leave me alone. Okay, right. At the exact same part. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> leave me the time, fuck alone. We don't even have to speak. Like, like you know what? Like, like misgender me, and then I'm gonna move on, and then we'll never talk. About it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need to have a, a teaching moment. <laughs> yeah, not every moment needs to be a breakdown about. Yeah, like so. Yeah, no. Oh my god, I can't. God, just like reeling. Um, but no, yeah, no. Oh my god, I'm, I'm enjoy- I'm loving this conversation so much. How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling. I don't usually do a check in, but we're gonna oh, do a check in. I'm feeling great. It's yeah, feeling, it's just really sweet. Are you wishing you had another old style? Old, uh, the way I just said that, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, can I please? It's like, mm, um, no. well, I actually, we're almost done. Okay, no, look at me. Look at me. Well, now that I do, now that it's like, we're that. gonna stop the whole production so we can get another beer. No, yeah, I'm like, is there's, I'm sure someone's around. No, <laughs> <laughs> anyone out there? I'm like, where's the beer man? Um, <laughs> the beer ghost. OMG. No, um, no, mm. yeah. Um, okay, let's <laughs> see. Okay, well, to be honest, we're we're naturally sort of like come to this area, so I think we're just gonna hit it. But yes, there was one surprise question I told you about. <laughs> Do you, are you nervous? Um, <laughs> I'm brave. I'm brave. Wait, you know what? This is another thing, Christine. Christine, do you have any questions? Anything popped up in your brain that you thought of while we've been talking? No. no? Okay, no. I'm just curious. Honestly, Christine's just, the best producer in the game. No, yeah, Christine's killing it. Also, you have good questions after the fact sometimes, and I'm just like, damn, I should have asked that. So I figured I'm. I might. This is gonna be a new segment where I just cut to you really quickly. <laughs> also, just gonna explain, like, hey, anything Christine. that I missed. <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. So Christine. Um, but no, so I like to, in terms of like wrapping it up, and in terms of just like yeah, getting, uh, leaving the people on a on a note. Um, with everything that we've talked about with the, all these different things, um, is there any words, I call it like the mantra of the week or like the, like words of wisdom for the week, but it's just like any sort of like sort of positive saying or like things that you tell yourself or say to yourself when you're like trying to get through difficult situations or potentially this week, was there a phrase or like a thinking that you were trying to use? Hmm. Hmm. Surprise! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, definitely. There's so many songs that will, will randomly serve that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the most recent one that I'm thinking of 
is like My Way by Frank Sinatra. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, we're just moving like through this world and like we make these like mistakes. And I just like the the least that that I can do is like know that I did it my way is that I like honored my my desires, my boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like even if I like and like I like wanted to make a world for me Mm -hmm. like so um, I think like that. That lyric be hitting me. I like you know. Like, at least I did it my way. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think it's so, it was so important to make space for yourself. <gasps> Listen, listeners, <laughs> listeners across the world. <laughs> it's so important. Like each of us, like our own way. And then you know. So mm-hmm. I think it's just a really nice, a nice lyric. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally feel that. Okay. Have you ever heard? Sorry, this because it just we've got a little bit of time, so I'm just gonna, whatever write it. Up. But okay, yes to that song. But also, have you ever heard? Do you know the band Sparks? Um, my name. No. They've got oh, they've got a they also have a song called My Way, but it's um, it's kind of what we've touched on. To you should listen to it because it's like when do I get to sing my way? Hey. When do I get to feel hey. like Sinatra felt? When Holy do I get shit. to sing my yes in shit. heaven Ooh. or hell? Wow. Yes, okay, but okay, That's so yeah. yes, but it Sparks made me think of that way. too because yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. a, a band that was spent decades musically mm-hmm. just trying to like fight for like their mm-hmm. position within and be respected. But um, so oh my god, such a great we're full circle moment, full circle moment. That's so but, um, awesome. Yes, oh my god, I'm, really loving I'm gonna listen to both of those. <laughs> I'm honestly just gonna listen to those me back and forth. Yeah, just I'm like on the way home. yeah, um, <laughs> yes, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's oh my god, such a great way to end this show today. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, I did sing that little bit of the song, but I feel like we have to go out today. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna sing. Um, we're just gonna sing the the last verse of my way. If you wanna, if you wanna just, we can just hit it really quick. I did it my way. You wanna do that or no? Can you do it? Okay, well I just did it, but I'll do it again. Thank you. <laughs> you don't want to sing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're like you gotta pay for that uh, I really wanna hear you I just wanna hear, wanna hear you sing this okay well this has been another episode <laughs> no don't worry Kenya's it's not coming. giving it to you no 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 you just, just wait just wait just wait I'm setting it up uh, well this has been another really awesome episode mm-hmm. of Failure thank you so much DMV for being on the show anything you wanna promote this will be coming out in the next like like late April May times anything that you're working on just like in general you want to just plug real quick in addition to for that for sure yeah just follow me on social media on Twitter at Debbie Marie B D E B B I E M A R I E last name B yep, got him <laughs> and then you have a little underscore or whatever for and sure. then on Instagram um, that's also my following you can keep up with um, shows I have I usually have one or two a month and mm-hmm. I also post um, my articles regularly on Twitter and I do like a little roundup every couple months on Instagram so yeah hell yeah well on that note this has been another episode of Failure with Kenya Lon a podcast for losers and uh, all I gotta say is I did it my way Oh my god, I did it. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>